Sabi namin sa inyo, sabi ng mga tao, hindi nyo maakit yan. No? May lumapit pang ano, may lumapit parang ermitanyo sa akin. Sabi niya, puputuling ko daliri ko pag naakit niya yan. Sabi niya, yung, 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 alam mo, pag sinabi natin ermitanyo, yung mahabang buhok na kulay puti, mababalbal, ganun, nakabaston. Hindi ko akalain na makakamit ako ng actual na tao, ganun. That was mountaineer Boboy Francisco. My name is JP Alipio. And you're listening to the Wildcast Podcast. The Wildcast Podcast. This episode of the Wildcast Podcast is brought to you by Atlas. Atlas is a Filipino company that has a unique philosophy. It brings in products that are both functional and more importantly are part of the circular economy. What does this mean? It means each product is not only useful for you, but the process it undergoes from creation to getting it to your hands is sustainable. Products like the Rocketbook Reusable Notebook make it easier for you to live a lower carbon lifestyle while giving back to the planet through the 1% for the Planet initiative. Other products they carry, like the solar inflatable lanterns, not only are powered by the sun, but the company that makes them brings light to areas of the world not reached by electricity. I use both products, the solar lanterns, as well as the rocket book, and I'll be honest, It makes adventuring a little bit more fun, a little bit easier, and it just feels more sustainable. I don't have to bring batteries anymore uh, for the lantern. I don't have to have a notebook where I, I need pages and pages of paper. I can just write in the rocket book, take a photo of it, erase, write in the rocket book, and it's endless. So you're able to be sustainable while helping the planet the special discount just use wildcast on checkout or go to atlascommune.com wildcast you can also find a link in our show notes now on with the show hey friends welcome back to the wildcast podcast and it's been a while i know i took a bit of a break from doing the podcast uh, to attend to other things and this episode is special because I talked to one of the legends of Philippine mountaineering. I talked to Boboy Francisco. He is one of the founders of the UP Mountaineers. And if you've climbed practically any mountain in the Philippines, he has a hand in creating these spaces for people to climb. I mean, just these iconic mountains now, you know, um, Mount Giting-Giting, they were the first people to climb Mount Giting-Giting when lots of the locals didn't even think it could be climbed. Uh, I know Pico de Loro, lots of first ascents were done by the UP Mountaineers. And the members of the UP Mountaineers are still leading in the outdoor space here in the Philippines, whether it's in mountaineering, whether it's in climbing, mountain biking, adventure racing. The list goes on. You will find it hard not to find a member of the UP Mountaineers in any of these outdoor disciplines. And uh, they, well, he has been instrumental in really shaping the way the outdoor space is used in this country, uh, in opening all of these places and making it possible for all of us down the line including myself to be 
able to explore these mountains, explore the wild spaces of the Philippines. And he's a great advocate of the wild spaces, great advocate of the mountains, great advocate of the people who live in these mountains. In fact, a lot of the first guideship trainings were done by him and his team, the members of the UPM. And they still do it to this day. And, uh, well, I won't talk too much. This is really a great episode and really a great honor for me to be able to speak to Boboy, record his thoughts, record his memories into this podcast. And I hope all of you listen to it and find a little bit of wonder in the wild spaces of the Philippines that Boboy has dedicated his life to. Hey, salamat no na pumayag ka na magsalita at mag magkwento dito sa podcast natin sa Wildcast podcast. And of course, um alam naman natin na ang dami mong kwento yung sa Facebook mo pa lang, ang dami mo nang pinopost, ang dami mo nang uh, linalagay na memories from 30 years ago, 20 years ago. And I think parang mahalaga lahat 'yun na uh, Kumbaga, ma-store ma natin yung knowledge ninyo eh, no? habang nandyan pa kayo uh, para marinig ng mga sumusunod sa inyo na mga mountaineers, mga outdoor people and uh, bilang isa sa mga nauna dito sa, dito sa outdoor scene sa Philippines. Actually, that's the, my, my main purpose. Kaya I feed my FB with these posts. So that, uh, para, para maabot ko, yung, alam mo sa FB ko, siguro 90% sa mountaineering community eh. No? Gusto kong ipaabot sa kanila yung kahit a little, of his, a little of the history of mountaineering sa Pilipinas. Not necessarily the history of the UP mountaineers, but uh, by way of just showing how how we look before 40 years ago, yung aming get up, yung aming suot, yung mga ganyan. That's, that's, enough, that's enough insight on how the mountaineers started way back uh, yeah, yeah. early 80s, di ba? Kaya nga eh, 80s. kaya nga eh. Parang ibang, ibang mundo, kahit yung mga bundok, ibang-iba, no? Mula nung panahon ninyo, nung nagumpisa kayo mm-hmm. uh, sa panahon ngayon. So, ang laki nung nung pinagkaiba nung nung mountaineering especially in the early days when you started it in the 70s um alam ko meron ding mga ibang nagumpisa a little before you but essentially parang 60s to 70s no ang ang start ng mountaineering sa Philippines and that's really where parang the whole adventure and and the love of the outdoors started for Filipinos uh, uh siguro parang pisan lang natin baka pwede ka magbigay ng konting background lang tungkol sa sarili mo. Sino ba si Boboy Francisco? Uh, madami sa mga nakikinig dito sa podcast uh, are not necessarily mountaineers or outdoor people. So, so maganda may konting background sila tungkol sa tungkol sa'yo. Oh, uh, okay. For starters, my... Well, my FB name or I'm more, more known as Boboy Francisco, although my full name is Rolando. Ang layo, di ba? <laughs> But... I'm 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 known in the mountaineering community as Boboy Francisco. Uh, well, I started this outdoors 
uh, I really hanggang ngayon hindi ko pa gets bakit I was in my young years I was so attracted sa mountains outdoors but I have this unexplainable feeling that I just want to climb these mountains and uh, in in my youth in my fourth year high school pa 1969 Oh wow uh, high school pa lang Yes high fourth year high school finally no I I made my first ascent sa Mount Mataba Mm. Sa ano, sa San Mateo, sa San Mateo. And for several years, those years, it became my playground, me and my younger brothers. No? Mm-hmm. And then discovering what mountaineering is. Uh, well, we, we didn't know that it could be termed mountaineering yet at that time. But I love it. Hiking, trekking in the wilderness. Uh, hanggang sa mer we can traverse up to Wawa Montalban. And then, uh, finally, I get to have some friends who interested also in the activity. And then my father was very supportive. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1976, he brought us to our first real real mountain climb in, uh, what do you call this, in... in um, in summer in Laguna, no? Uh, okay. And okay. then, seven, Banahaw, uh, mga ganun. No, 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 no. Uh, malak, malak. Dito lang sa may, oh, I forgot the mountain. In Sinloan, in, somewhere in Sinloan, Laguna, and Fami, no? isang bundok doon. And then, mm-hmm. on that 75 pala, 76, he brought us to, what do you call this, to Upilan Grand. And then, and that was my first taste of what I think, what, the wilderness is really all about, you know, streams, clear streams, rivers, uh, malalaking puno, wildlife, you know, jungle, and uh, kiliting-kiliti yung sense of adventure sa, sa within myself, you know. So I, re- I really liked it. And then it so happened that in that activity, first time rin nagkasama-sama yung mga founders ng UP Mountaineers. Oh, okay. On the way back, that time, it was Holy Week that in 76, we in somewhere in Sinuloan, Laguna, uh, we noticed this white truck on the left side of the street. And then we said, we said, uh, my brother told me, uh, Kuya, uh, next year, balikan natin yan. And so we did next year. And only to discover that the activity would be like what we call now is... Uh, what do you call this? It's We call it river trailing that time. Mm. Kasi puro ilog ba? Climbing boulders, waterfalls. And, and taas, Parang canyoneering. Kan- yeah, eh, canyoneering. Ang taas, taas ng level ng adventure. So, gustong-gusto talaga, gustong gusto talaga namin. And then, after that expedition, we decided to meet in our house in Cruz Naligas, uh, the original six members, F founders, and decided to put up the UP Mountaineers. That was April 17, 1977. And so... Oh, okay. So it's now almost what? 40 years na ba? Tama ba? 44 years. Of the UP Mountaineers? Uh, kaka 44 years ng April April 17. Uh, I hope I can live to the day na mag-50 at kami. Anyway, ah, oh, kami din, and we hope you know, you'll be there to tell your stories. And and these areas, no, when you were young in the 70s, 
sabi mo high school pa lang pupunta ka na Montalban. It's a very different Montalban from what I know today, no? Kasi ngayon pwede na ako mag-drive yes, <laughs> essentially yes. to the yes, to the yes. very foot of yes, the mountain yes. or pa, sa loob na ng bundok. And mm-hmm. ano yung experience mo going there as a high school student from Cusnaligas? Hanggang saan ba yung kalsada and saan kayo nag-umpisa mag-trek from Actually, uh, okay naman ang kalsada noon hanggang San, uh, San Rafael, Montalban. And then may road, may road naman papuntang Wawa. Okay, okay, yeah. In fact, may picture ako nung 3 years old ako na sa Wawa Dam ako eh. Ah, wow. <laughs> Kasama ako ng tat, sinama ako na kasi may kamag-anak kami sa San Rafael and every year we go for the fiesta. And then there, and then there, there is this part in San Mateo na talagang pag nasa jeepney ako, humahaba leg ko para sundan lang yung, kal- yung tanaw sa kali. Mm. Because the road seems to lead straight to those, I call it my blue mountains eh, those times. Kasi from afar, from from our vista in the UP campus and Cruz Naligas, it's those mountains, uh, the foothills of Sierra Madre are the varying shades of blue, di ba? Malayo tingin mo so. I called it my Blue Mountains. And finally, that fateful day in 1969, uh, yung barkada ko sa Area 17 sa UP campus, uh, one basketball day after playing how many rounds of basketball, I told them, let's go to that mountain. When? They said, tomorrow. And so, ganun lang. So we rummaged for uh, whatever we could see, in, we could find in ano, a half a half pop tent, no? Water bottles nga namin nun, mga, mga empty long neck bottles. Empty no? long neck. <laughs> Kasi wala kaming kaalam-alam nun sa mountaineering, di ba? Tapos mga, ang nahuahanap namin sa closet ni Joji, mga dalawa o tatlong army back, army rucksacks. And so we went. We went. Uh, nakakaw lang kami sa mga pantries ng nanay namin ng kung anong pwedeng kainin. And so that was the first, it was the first, really the very first. Of, and then, but uh, we were climbing on a, we were climbing in, in ang may resort doon in Villa Trinidad after asking the security guard how to reach the highest mountain there. They, he, he, he told us to follow the dirt road. Must be an old logging road, no? I, I didn't feel na may adventure na naglalakad ka sa dirt road. Ano pa namang mountain climbing yun, naglalakad ka sa dirt road. And then I noticed there was this stream sa baba ng dirt road. Sabi ko sa mga kasama ko, siguro doon ko na-discover na mas mataas ang level ng adventure spirit ko. So tumakbo kami pababa sa kugon hanggang we reach the, we reach the stream and then followed it upstream. Eh? And just a few hundred meters, we came upon a waterfall. And it was so, in, ang ganda ng waterfalls, ang gandang campsite. Pero I told, and, and it was so inviting that uh, uh, my friends from Area 17 said that, doon kami mag-camp. No, I don't want to camp here. My purpose on coming here is, is to reach the highest peak, sabi ko. And then by by all means, I want to eat, eat to reach that highest peak and so we scrambled on the right side of the right side before the waterfalls and after 30 minutes we were on top we scrambled up on this peak na wala nang mas mataas pang peak around it and i figured uh, we are on the highest peak on those foothills of Sierra Madre and that was the first time that i saw 
how large Sierra Madre is from north to south ang laking ang habang bundok and ang haba yeah and it's the longest mountain range in the in the country and i said that uh, i will i will i will see more of you in in the coming days sabi ko ngayon and i and i did no and i did uh, unfortunately yung mga original kong kasama ron sa Mount Mataba did not take that mountain climb seriously as i did but uh nung Nung uh, I finally were joined by equally interested persons, my two brothers and my two co-founders and other three co-founders, uh, Bobit Palaganas, Art Elson, and Ross Lagade, pare-pareho kami nang iniisip. Uh, in fact, the first mountain that we, the first mountain that we targeted in 1977 was in Sierra, the highest in Sierra Madre in Tanay. And that is Mount Irid. Mount Irid. So okay. Mount Irid. 1977 pa lang, binanata na namin yung Mount Irid. And nung time na yan, first ascent ito, no? Nung Mount Irid. First ascent. First, first ah, wala kami pera noon. Kaya naglakad kami mula Wawa Montalban. Biruin mo. Wow. Oo, Wawa. Gano'ng katagal yun? <laughs> Naubos na rin time namin just to get to the base of the mountain in, in Santa Ines because of that long hike through Wawa Wawa. Wawa River, no Wawa River, uh, dadaan ka ng dadaan ka ng Apia, Antipolo, mga hanggang makarating ka ng Lenatin River, yun ay uh, in somewhere in Santa Ines, yun ang base ng Mount Irid. And the first time we saw Mount Irid, nakaharap pa naman sa amin yung wall, yung north wall ng Mount Irid. Uh, it's so intimidating, mm-hmm. ano? Pagka nakakita ng bundok na gano'n, na wall. Especially as Kumbaga, new first-timer outdoor people. No. Yes. We, we don't know anything much about mountaineering pa. And gadgets namin nun. Canvas tent, no? backpacks namin, eh. army tents, ganyan or what. Wala, wala kami. Tapos wala kaming stove. No? Uh, firewood pa kami nun. Canned goods lang. Gold uh, canned goods. No, my, my brother is a good cook. Adobo parati. No? Ah, adobo no, parate. Okay. Oh, hindi ka maniniwala, ninakaw niya yung mga manok na nakahapon sa puno ng mga kapitbahay. Ang mga manok <laughs> ng kapitbahay namin, nakarus doon sa, nakarus doon sa puno ng aming kay Mito. So, tatlong manok yun. No? Inakyat niya nung gabi, bago kami malis, ayun, kinabukasan, adobo na siya. So, ganun, ganun kami. Pero paano ito? Nung, nung nag-umpisa kayo noon, hindi pa rin kayo marunong ng map reading siguro no time yun, or may access kayo sa maps wala pa so so nagtatanong lang kayo sa locals saan ba yung papunta mm. ng Mount Irid kumpara yes, yun yes. yung yun yung process mm. na ginagawa niyo nung time na yun siguro sinabi nila sundan yung ilog tapos pagdating mm. sa dulo akyat kayo yes. dito oh although basic kaming may basic kaming knowledge how to use the compass get a bearing and then follow the compass pero nung time na yun, i remember masyado kaming purist eh ayan namin magpag ayan namin magpa-guide Okay. For how many years? Ayaw namin magpa-guide. Marami nag-aalok mag-guide, mga dumagat, pero hindi. Kaya namin yan, ganyan. So, the first irid talaga, nagkaligaw-ligaw kami. Uh, until finally, nung second attempt namin, uh, one month after, uh, itong one of the dumagats, naging friend namin, si Super, uh, volunteered and inano na namin. <laughs> Pinaunlakan na namin yung offer niya. Walang bayad eh. Tuturo lang daw niya sa amin kung paano yung approach dun sa irid. 
And so and so we made it to the peak of Erid and oh my god. Yung feeling yun, parang feeling ko, parang Everest na sa amin yun nun eh. Parang <laughs> oh, yung parang for, first ascent and and at the time hindi pa madali yung daan ano, hindi oh, siya yeah. clear-cut trail. talaga kami. Grabe yung grabe sugat namin noon sa sa underbrush ng ano ng gubat ng ano ng ng Erid. Kasi kahit yung mga dumagat, they don't see any reason why should they climb that. Wala na mahanap buhay doon. So talagang... Mm, wala namang purpose, eh, no? Walang purpose. Eh. Ang purpose lang namin to reach the peak. Ganun mga panahon na yun, mayabang ka pa, you know, yung spirito na you conquered the mountain. Pero finally, uh, we realize we're not really conquering the mountain. It's conquering yourselves. It's, uh, you know, you know, challenging yourselves sa, you know, offer ng mga mountain na challenges. And that's the big thing. You learn, you learn all, you learned it all the way. Kaya yung collect, nung early years ng mountaineers, ang parang objective lang namin, mangolekta ng peaks. Mangolekta oh, lang sa summit. Peak bagging. Ano? Oh, oh. Sino yung naunang mag-open itong bundok yeah. na ito yes, and, and oh. all of that. No? Mm-hmm. And ang, ang kagandahan naman nun, Sanay sa hero. <laughs> we grew up in an environment, Cruz Naligas, and if you were in in uh, the UP campus during the during the six sa seventies, a probinsya ang probinsya pa to, and uh, nakikipastul kami ng kalabaw, tumatakbo sa rice. Yun ang nagpalakas ng katawan namin, kakapatid. No, uh, it, it 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 taught us a lot about uh, living outdoors. You know? yung environment ng UP at uh, saka ng course na ligas noon. So, yun so yung essentially ata- yung parang childhood nyo was more of because of where you lived was an yes. outdoor childhood. That's, no? that's a very that's a very big influence. Yung, and, and you see it changing through the years. Right. Yung, yung dating buki rin na pagkalawak-lawak papuntang Katipunan, eh ngayon eh, Amor Solo Village na, di ba? Oo nga. Yung mga, oh, oh, Amor Solo na siya, pero mga panahon na yun, tatakas kami sa grandparents ko kasi lumaki kami sa grandparents, kami tatlo magkakapatid. Para lang pumunta dun sa buki rin at saka mga malilit na gubat ng kurs na ligas. Ano? Enjoy eh. Enjoy. Yeah. Ako din kasi parang medyo ganyan din yung childhood ko dito no sa La Trinidad yung kapitbahay namin garden farm uh, yung likod ng bahay namin ilog yung Balili River so so medyo similar in a way na yung childhood ko was spent you know playing sa ilog nang nanguhuli ng tadpole huli ng palaka mga juju yung malilit na fish so yun yung mga ginagawa namin and and eventually parang naglead din towards an outdoor lifestyle no um as for you living in Cruz Naligas and especially Manila na grabbing urbanization rate eh ang ang Sobra. ang ang bilis and super dramatic diba dito sa amin medyo mas mabagal although hindi na rin farm yung mga kapitbahay namin that was just in the last uh, 10 years no so so how did it feel for you to see yung mga yung, yung mga playgrounds mo nung bata ka na unti-unting urbanized babago I was so disappointed and at the same time I missed it there was this longing to go back to it and then I find I find I found it in climbing the mountains even more mas mataas pa I would like to invite all of you to help 
support the production of the Wildcast podcast by buying us a coffee. All you have to do is go to buymeacoffee.com slash wildcast and buy us a coffee. Buy us two coffees, three, five, ten. All of those coffees will keep us caffeinated and keep us going, creating this content, talking to all of these amazing individuals and sharing their stories with all of you. So go to buymeacoffee.com slash wildcast and buy us a coffee. So yun yung parang surrogate mo nung pagkawala nung 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 play play areas around your neighborhood no parang yung kabundukan na uh, pinupuntahan nyo with your friends mga UPM and it was all over the Philippines no one of the things that I would probably give credit to you is opening so many mountains kasi nga sabi mo ano nagumpisa kayo ng UPM uh, summit bagging yung ginagawa nyo and opening all of these mountains. Uh, can you tell me about some of the mountains na f- first ascents ninyo uh, yeah, as course. part of uh, the development of UPM? Arami niyan kung mga minor mountains like uh, Mount Pico de Loro, Mount Talamitan, mm-hmm. uh, Mount Makulot. Uh, these, are, these are small mountains pero being there during those times hindi pa na, hindi pa nabubuksan yung mga yan. araya yeah. empty space although, yeah. although araya may trail na pero hindi pa hindi pa in sa mga mountaineers noon yung elite kasi ng community namin noon uh, madalas kami diyan dalas-dalas namin yeah. pico de loro is a good bag mount talamita is a good bag you know mm-hmm. uh, traverse of makiling in the early 80s was a good bag also and then we targeted the big mountains mm-hmm. na undiscovered and like Mount Gitingiting. Oh my God, that's was, that wow. was, that yeah, yeah, was, that's, that that's, was a big That's an gap. iconic mountain. Yes, oh, grabe. You know? and, it, and it was a joint effort of the, of our friends from uh, the Negros Mountaineering Club. Dati, Philippine Mountaineering Society sila. Naging parang brother organization kasi namin yan. And then we were together in together in exploring Mount Gitingiting. Uh, and wh- what year was this, uh, yeah. Gitingiting? 1982. Wow, 82. 1982. 1982, yes. Uh, and then, uh, and then, Mount Halcon, mm-hmm. uh, with with the big mountain talaga to. And these are very tough mountains, gods. Ang, ang, yeah, tough, very tough. Very tough, tough mountains. Yeah. And then, Although madalas na ang katin ng Mount Banaon, we popularized it. We popularized it. Uh, siguro ako personally, mga seven, eight times a year ako makakit ng Banaon. And of course, Mount Pulag. And during these times, was it um, medyo, syempre, a few years after na nung, nung founding ng UPM, medyo may technical knowledge na kayo, no? nag-advance na yung, yung outdoor knowledge nyo. So, uh, how did you plan? For instance, Giting-Giting, wala naman kayo doon. Hindi siya, hindi siya sa Luzon. How was the planning in 1982? Um, siguro, I mean, wala pang email nung time na yun. Walang Facebook, walang social media. There wasn't any prior satellite photos or how do you plan a, a project like that in 1982? By, by 1980, we, we saw the need for a training program for our applicants. So we developed the basic mountaineering course, which is very popularly used by 
the mountaineering community. Pero it started it started uh, in, way back in 1980s and we did the research and part of the research is land navigation. And so we to to practice we bought metopo maps naman nanon. Metopo oh, maps. Okay, na. of course. Uh, oh. Metopo maps na. We, we we go to San Miguel San Miguel uh, Manila. And yung office nila and we bought our topo maps there and uh, yung mga young, yung mga members no na very katulad nila bubut yung mga bubut tantores of yes, course of course yeah uh, kasama ko dito sa bagyo ngayon <laughs> bubut tantores they, they became very experts talaga sa land nab no uh, lalo na yung co-founder ko si Art Art Elson no napakapanati ko magbasa ng mapa yan and then we figured it out 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 of a pre-climb meeting in my apartment in Espanya dati that the best the best approach dahil uh, gradual ang gradual ang degree degree elevate uh, yung uh, i mean yung pagkatarik ng elevation gradual baya magdiwang no baya magdiwang in ano and so we decided that, that there's this ridge that goes up no towards the summit of Mount, of Mount Kitingiti. Mm-hmm. And so one day in 1982 in May, the joint team of the Negros Mountaineering Club and the UP Mountaineers arrived in Magdiwang. Mga tao, takang-taka, ano itong mga itong lalaki ng backpack? Kasi nun, ngayon, iba na ngayon eh, palitan ng backpack ngayon kami nun. Ang lalaki ng backpack namin. Ang lalaki, right, exactly. Ang lalaki. Nabuta ko pa yung time na yon na malaki yung hmm. backpack. Ngayon, oh, parang minimalist na. Uh, minimalist na. Uh, sa bagay, kasi mga gamit no, malalaki rin. Katulad yung mga tents. And, uh, uh, yun. Pinlano namin uh, baya Magdiwang. And so, we were there in Magdiwang. Then we went to the mayor's office and told him that we want to climb your mountain, mayor. Ang daming tao nakapaligid. May nagsasabi, ano, hindi nyo maket yan. Marami nang pumunta yan. Hindi na bumalik, ganyan. May 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 mga halaman diyan kumakain ng tao, ganyan. Daming legends. Grabe, daming legends ng Mount Gitingiting. May mga lalaki ng halaman diyan, ganyan. Uh, ililigaw kayo ng ano ng mga engkanto, ganun. But we persevered, ano. Hindi namin nakuha on that time, pero nung early June, we went back after two weeks. And then we finally bag it. Yun, sila bubut yung nauna sa summit. Two teams kami. Apat silang nauna. We were in Ma- at Mayo's Peak. Ang nakakatawa nga, nung una pala na expedition, naabot namin yung Mayo's Peak. Kala namin yun na yung peak. Nilabas ko na nga yung gene ko to celebrate eh. No? Pero nag-clear yung clouds. Tapos parang may ridge. Knife Mababa edge. Pala, Mababa pala. <laughs> Knife edge ridge. Tapos sabihin ko sa yung tingin namin, pababa, tapos packet ng packet, packet ng packet hanggang bumo. Finally, the clouds swept away and tumam- tumambad sa amin yung summit massive ng ano, ng giting-giting. Oh my! Nakakatakot talaga, sobrang nakakatakot. Yung knife edge ridge pa lang, nakakatakot. Oo oh, naman. Uh, kaya, ba na, kaya ba natin to yung... And then, uh, sinubukan nila Kim, nila Bubut, Kaya-kaya natin, pero sabi ko, no, come back. We're short of we're short of provisions. We'll just come back. 
for another day. Sabi ko, ah, ako yung team leader nun eh, ng UP Mountaineers. Sabi Negros, Negros naman si Art Valdez. So, bumaba kami. Sabi namin sa inyo, sabi ng mga tao, hindi nyo maakit yan. No? May lumapit pang ano, may lumapit parang ermitanyo sa akin. Sabi niya, puputulin ko daliri ko pag naakit niya yan. Sabi niya, yung, 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 alam mo, pag sinabi natin, ermitanyo, yung mahabang buhok na kulay puti, mababalbal, ganun, nakabaston. Hindi ko akalain na makamit ako ng actual na taong ganun. Dun, dun sa ermitanyo talaga. Eh. Parang... He, lives, he lives at the foothills of of uh, of of the mountain Tapos, talagang natakot ako no sinabi ko tuloy ko daliri ko pag naakyat niyan he's so confident he's so sure that no one can climb that mountain so yung palang intimidated na kami. so but we went back two weeks after with more provisions and uh, yung three days namin hinak one day na lang namin hinak hanggang mayo speak by the way we named it mayo speak kasi one of the negrenses nagkataon na nung sumampa kami doon sa peak na yon it was his birthday so ah, we, so we called it Mayo yun his, pala yun oh okay. uh, his name is Mayo so we call it Mayo's peak and then the stream and the water source below it uh, what we ran out of water na discovery naman ni Bulod our guide that's why it became Bulod Spring mm. yun yung history noon galing galing so anyway naakit naakit namin and then of course you know in 1985 four of our four of our members died in the mountain of course in in the mountain right Eric that's right dead. it's a very tragic story yeah, you know? a very tragic story it was the first attempt to traverse the mountain from from Magdiwang sana up to up to San Fernando in España uh, following following Olango River but kasama uh, ang pala unfortunately nga inabutan sila ng flash floods doon sa doon sa mm. doon sa river okay so and were they the first UP mountaineers to to perish sa isang expedition yes yes uh, uh, UP mountaineers yes but before marami ng mountaineering accidents ibang before. mountaineering orgs yeah oh. yeah and after this like even prior to this nasabi mo nga na during the first expedition sa Giting nagdecide ka na to pull back kahit kung sinabi nila Bubot na, oh, kaya naman natin to, di ba? And of course, kilala naman natin si Bubot. He's a very capable mountaineer, no? So, so pwedeng-pwedeng kaya nga yun, no? He can probably do it on his own na mabilis. And at that time, medyo tumanda ka na, how did you deal with risk as a mountaineer? Uh, siguro ako, I'm a very safe climber. Yeah. You know why? You know why I don't want rock climbing. You depend on equipment. Pero in the in 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 hiking and trekking, climbing mountains, if you uh, kung nagkaroon ng abiria, ang ang ano mo is judgment, eh. no? Uh, at saka how to weigh risks. And I I pride myself na I know I know what's risky and not. So I always I always say na we can always come back for another day. Hindi mo wala yung bundok na yan. Pero sila bubot naman nun sa giting-giting. Bubot Kim, isa war, macho, macho guys. Mon Ruiz, si Mon Ruiz, isa sa mga, isa sa mga ano natin yan eh, ultramarathoners natin yan. 80s pa lang nag-ultramarathon na yan. Uh, alam naman nila na hindi na kakayanin ng provisions. Okay. Provisions. Kaya, kaya kung sa kaya. Okay. Mm. 
kaya kung sa kaya pero we will go hungry and, yeah. uh, and sa tsaka ang 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 maganda sa UP Mountaineers ko ikaw ang team leader hindi hindi ka naman diktador ano sometimes yung yung but the, malaki ang malaki ang role ng team leader to to control to control the the team yeah. and the, usually uh, mataas ang respeto ng team sa team leader mm-hmm. so uh, okay lang sa kanila yon yeah. and i've been with these guys bubut came in so many mountains my god we shared so many we shared so many tough tough uh, challenges in our lives pagakyat sa bundok traverse ng halcon kung ano-ano traverse ng sierra madre uh, and dami and alam na alam na namin kung uh, ang, ang paano i-weigh each other mm. so important yun no? i think now nowadays kasi there's a lot more people who climb mountains without proper training or even tulad nga ninyo na if you go on an expedition you want to be with people who are very much kumbaga experienced and also experienced with you no parang mayroon na kayong camaraderie alam mo na kung kailan napapagod yung tao na to alam mo na yung capabilities niya and you rely on each other um for all of this and i think many mountaineers now or many outdoor people now fail to assess risk in that way anymore no parang kasi ngayon madali na lang eh hindi nakatulad dati na ang hirap punta dito sa mga lugar na to uh, ngayon there's a lot more access access no? to most of these these areas uh, mandatory ang guides kanon malaking yeah. malaking pagkaiba yan noon sa ano namin as we say noon kahit yung guides noon sa giting-giting hindi pa sila nakakarating doon eh. kaya pati sila nag-explore sila bulod sila rin eh. they don't know anything yeah. about the mountains so we were really this guys eh, bulod especially became a very close friend of ours in fact he, we we made him a uh, a member of the UP Mountaineers ah, okay. as an honorary member ng UP Mountaineers so ganun yun ganun yung panahon nun uh, but as I said first kung nakita ang Sierra Madre ah I did so many expeditions with sa loob ng Sierra Madre and we made a 10 day traverse from Montalban to the Pacific Coast in Infanta imagine Wow, no, no. and when was this? Uh, 19, uh, 1984 din yan. Ten, wow. ten days. Wow. Imagine ten days uh, crossing one of the widest parts of Sierra Madre from Montalban to to the Pacific. Pacific Ocean. And ngayon may kalsada na, eh, no? You, no. Can, you can actually drive through. <laughs> actually, yung papunta, pa, hindi naman hanggang Angelo, wala pa namang kalsada. Pero tinatakbo na raw ni Tambi yun eh. Sabi ko, ganun nakalak ka, ano ang trail? Oo, tinatakbo ko na lang yan hanggang Angelo Mountain, sabi nang ngayon. Samantalang nun, ang sukal-sukal pa sa amin yun. Mm. And then, ay... So, sobrang ibang-iba eh, no? Then, 19... 1996 ba yun? Kailan ba yung sentinel natin? 96, no? 96, 96. Yeah. 98? Yata. Yeah. Mm. But 90. in 96, we, we did, we did a 10-day Pacific Coast Imagine, from 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 uh, from Aurora to Palanan, Isabela. Mm. Oh, ah, nakita ko sa sa Facebook mo yan. Uh, across the, the coast. Yes, 
one of the most beautiful wilderness areas talaga na, na nakita ko. And I hope it remains that way. Kaso, nako, balak atang gawa ng coastal road ng Pacific Coast eh. Meron na yata nagsimula na eh, mm-hmm. uh, yung coastal road na yan. And you know ako, parang envious ako sa'yo na nagawa mo lahat ito na, yun nga, yung Pacific Coast na yan, it must have been parang raw wilderness kasi sobrang inaccessible um, only by by boat if anything ano uh, kumbaga dense forest on your left and then the pacific ocean on your right walking across ilang araw niyo ginawa yon yung pacification from 10 days from the border na from the boundary ng Aurora tapos ang first town ng Isabela on that part is Dinapige Dinapige Pagtawid mo ng Aurora, dinapigi na. And then from dinapigi, nag-hike na kami hanggang palanan. Hanggang palanan. Wow. Ano? Wow. Uh, And this was all coastal? Coastal. Hindi kayo pumasok? Ah, hindi. Oh. Pagka yung buttresses ng walls, eh naka-extend. Oh. Extend talaga Ikot sa buba. Ikot kami siya ng madre sa loob. Tapos lalabas pa rin kami mm. ng coast. So gano'n mm. yun. Ano. At uh, ang ganda. And during this time, wala kayong guide? You just did it on your own? Hindi. Uh, kasi it was also a demographic survey of the Agta tribes. Mm, uh, uh, that lived along the coastline. Uh, I don't know if you inabutan mo si Dr. Abe Padilla. Uh, he, he, was our, he was our team leader. Sa kanya yung Antrowatch. So we were doing uh, a demographic survey of existing Agta tribes sa Sierra Madre. Mm. Uh, Kasama yun dun sa lakad namin. Kaya naabot din ng 10 days. Kasi we stop at main rivers, interview dumagats along the way. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, may guide kami. At, at uh, ang guide namin eh, grandson ng guide ni na Fu- General Funston, Fuston, who captured okay. Aguinaldo in Palanan, Isabela. Oh, wow. Oh, May history din. May history din. That was our contribution sa centennial celebration natin noon. Ang mga Amerikano, nag-Pacific Coast, hindi expected ni Aguinaldo yan nung nagtatago siya sa palanan Isabela. He was expecting the Americans who are out to capture him to follow the Aguinaldo Trail from the Cordilleras pa nag-umpisa yan, di ba? Correct, Yung yes. Aguinaldo Trail hanggang palanan. Through Lubwaga yeah. to Vizcaya. Hanggang, yeah. hanggang, hanggang palanan Isabela. He was expecting mm-hmm. the American forces to pass through the same way. He never he never expected that the American forces will be uh, passing through the Pacific, that, the coastline. And then, yun, nahuli siya. At saka dyan yung, ano nun, if you remember, uh, uh, yung arms landing ng ano, NTA sa Digoyo. Mm-hmm. No? Uh, na ano diyan nagkabanatan yung Digoyo Point diyan nagkabanatan ng military tsaka mga NEPs nang kasi nag-arms landing diyan uh, unsuccessful yung arms landing pinalubog na lang yung MV Karagatan no uh, sa ilalim yung mga armas diyan nandoon sa ilalim mm-hmm. ng dagat so very historical yung trek namin yun ang daming history and was it ever karamihan doon sa mga pinuntahan mo and inopenin yung mga bundok naging regular regular mountaineering areas siya no like yeah, yes. eating mount eating yeah. all of these areas yes. uh, naging regular mountaineer popular na nga ngayon very popular yeah i mean especially in the last 10 years parang dahil dun sa access dahil sa social media dahil sa 
access to information. Sobrang na, ang dali na. So, ang dami ng pupunta, ang dami ng Pilipino. How does it feel for you to be one of those people to open up the outdoors for the rest of the Philippines? Alam mo, da, pagka, pagka naimbita ako mag-talk sa isang forum or what, uh, somehow the people know about me, about Fred Hamili, about Edwin Gatcha, about the about my contemporaries in the late 70s and early 80s. These people know us. They call us the legends of the legends of mountaineering eh. Na nakakatawa nga and, and I think and I think no knowing knowing us means they kahit pa paano they follow they follow the history of how how mountaineering developed in in, in the Philippines and I, I and I think uh, and I think that's that's good, but you know, I'm I'm so worried about. Of course, the growth. Oh my God, the growth of the mountaineering communities is so phenomenal in the last two three, two decades. The last ten years, some bilis, and And it also brings us. Uh, it brings us this, uh, unfortunately, this uh, uh, this threat. Uh, talagang it's a threat of of uh, you know. Of uh, uh, what they call this of uh, destructive use of our out- outdoor recreational areas. And daming mga grupo, mga week- weekend uh, warriors lang na pupunta lang dyan na hindi man lang nakapag-basic mountaineering course or what. And then they leave their garbage around, you know, they destroy, they destroy, they destroy so many parts of the mountain. And, and I think it, it sa mga ano katulad ng UP Mountaineers UP Org the Mountaineering Federation of the Philippines and uh, and, it, and our sister organizations na who who believe in this in the who believe in the uh, what they call this in in leave no trace principles and the responsible use of outdoor recreation and we should make an extra effort to promote this through social media or what uh, ako hanggat merong pagkakataon sinisingit ko parati sa mga sinasabi ko tong tong be, be responsible users of our outdoor recreation and daming and daming mountaineering groups ngayon and daming organizers no and and uh, what do you call this what do you call this participants sa mga organized clubs joiners joiners joiners, <laughs> joiners na walang I would say napaka-minimal ng kanilang orientation lalo na sa leave no trace sa sa, sa sustainable tourism. Uh, alam mo if we speak of sustainable tourism ang, ang pinaka-experts diyan ng mga mountaineers eh. Kasi hindi mo babalikan ng bundok kung sira, di ba? So yun yung sustainability, you should keep the you should keep the what they call attraction of a destination or mountaineering destination for it for it to be for it to be attractive to the next future mm-hmm. generations and i think although but parang alternatively i would think this yung 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 dami ng bagong i would say outdoor people sa philippines uh hindi ba ting- tingin mo nakakatulong ito for our advocacy to conserve all of these yes. wild spaces yes, dahil it's most uh, 
dahil dahil tayo as as uh, uh, longer longer term outdoors people uh, yung first experiences natin ganun din di ba parang mm. wala din tayong alam uh, siguro ako ako I think kung naalala ko yung first time ko was in elementary maket kami na Mount Santo Tomas nagvandal pa ako sa bato ng <laughs> you know yung uling yung mga ganun nagvandal ako sa bato ng uling ng pangalan ko and it's a process eh na that we all need to go through uh pero the process starts with us um experiencing the outdoors and gaining that parang first love natin na bigla na lang oh I want to do this I want to and then of course hindi naman lahat ng mga joiners are going to become full-fledged outdoors people yung iba diyan parang okay na I have a picture sa Mount Pulag mm-hmm. sa Sea of Clouds That's true but but then there are let's say 20% of those that become people like us, people like you, no? That that they stay and then they they become much more environmental warriors. Oo, magiging eco warriors sila. And sila I think uh ako kasi personally, I I work in conservation and ang hirap to convince politicians to save all of these wild places. Kung sasabihin natin na ito lang kami, parang ang konti natin, 'di ba? As as outdoor people even with the uh, even with the volume of people going outdoors now hindi natin masasabi na we're a big enough constituency to change laws or to push for policy change in the Philippines ah definitely para sa akin the growth of the mountaineering community is most welcome but uh, as i said yung threat na yon and i think it uh, it is the responsibility of old timers like us or echo who became echo warriors eventually is to double our efforts in in trying to make sure that uh, our people that we welcome a new in into this community are maka magiging kakampi natin sa environment y- yun yung ano ko doon i think kailangan the mfpi is doing this from Mindanao, Visayas, and Luzon, lahat ng member clubs, kailangan may, may LNT at saka may, may, to, may basic mountaineering course. In, in fact, may bagong course, may gender sensitivity pa. Imagine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keeping up with the times. In, inumpisahan din sa UP Mountaineers yun, yung gender, gender sensitivity. And ina-adapt na rin ng, ng, ng MFPI. I think these are very good. This is a good development sa mountaineering community. Lumalaki, habang lumalaki, merong taong tao nandiyan nag nag uh, to make sure that our ideals will will remain para para dito sa Right. Right. And maybe sa katulad ng kasabi sabi nga natin in no time there there really will be a, a pacific coast uh, road linking linking gagayan bali to aurora maybe <laughs> parang parang hindi na talaga parang hindi na talaga mapipigilan yun uh, and it's very unfortunate it's very disappointing uh, alam mo marami marami diyan sa mga LGUs natin they they don't know the value of you know uh, keeping it wild Yeah, I think that that yep. term came from you. Keep it wild. Uh, yes, keep it wild. Yes. Uh, diba? Exactly, exactly. Sa, sa, sa iyo galing yan. And uh, 
I believe in that, pero unfortunately, hindi ganun ang paniniwala ng, ng mga administrators natin sa, ano, sa local government, yeah. even the national government. And I think... Yeah. Uh, I mean, just here sa Cordillera, ang dami ng trails na linalakaran ko in the in just in the last 20 years no na i i used to walk them as trails footpaths and ngayon highway na siya eh <laughs> hindi hindi lang siya parang dirt road highway highway na siya so para, and and being someone who's walked those trails nakita mo yun, naglakad ka through a forest yung su- super dense and i'm sure you've experienced the same thing no and then to suddenly drive through na wala nang gubat garden na yung mga katabi Ang laki ng pinagkaiba from just... And for me, it's just 20 years. No? For you, it's 40, 45 years. Mm-hmm. So, ang laki ng... Yun nga, yung difference from when you started, when you went to all of these wild areas, to when... Uh, to now, no? And, and parang... If you were to go back to your old self, what would you do differently to be able to influence how we develop today? Is there something... Na, pwed, naisip mong gawin? I regret that hindi ko naisip yung kasi may advocacy ako personally in in the early 90s tinap kami ni Jong I know if you know Jong Narciso yes yes Jong Choi Aquino tinap kami mm. ng DOT to to make a to make a course module on mountain guides training so mm-hmm. DOT sent us to different parts of the country and and uh, we, we we went to communities to conduct conduct this uh, conduct this mountain guides training in in the hope that we can organize uh, what they call these guides associations that will make sure that as a only not only as an alternative livelihood but uh, also as as uh, eco warriors na rin sa kanya-kanya. Right. In fact, in fact, in Sagada, di, kami ang nag-train sa SEGA. The original SEGA. SEGA. Mm-hmm. Yung original SEGA, kami nila Jong ang nag-train dyan. Si Choy, Choy Aquino. Bunny, kasama ko nun. Mm. Soriano, kami yung nag-train nun. Yung unang-unang tinrain namin. Na, ano. And natapos, after three years, natapos yung programa ng DOT. Uh, tinuloy ko kasi maganda yung ano eh, maganda yung maganda yung ano yung purpose yung objective noon so since then hanggang ngayon matigil lang ng covid uh, i go to small mountain communities walang pera tong mga ito we we kami no nila jong sa mga ilong UP mountaineers we offer this training libre and uh, ang 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 gusto lang namin kapalit give them alternative livelihood through guiding is that they make sure that visitors into their place practice LNT, ganyan. Uh, they, we win away them from forest destructive, forest uh, destructive uh, activities, practices. practices yeah. no? Like uh, wildlife trade. Alimbawa, isa sa mga pinakamalaking ano niyan, yung, yung wildlife trade. Uh, yun lang, no? Uh, malaman lang lang LNT at saka sustainable tourism, kung ano yung ibig sabihin nun. At saka you give them you you give them the capability and the skill to to administer themselves how to be an organized mountain guides association no and then uh, pinakamahalaga nga is 
we win them away from forest destructive forest practices malaking bagay na yon no malaking bagay malaking bagay na yon and i think uh, kailangan kailangan pagpursigihin pa itong going down going down or going to these mountain communities and getting as much as uh, many guides trained para maging kakampi mo dito sa advocacies advocacies natin for mm-hmm. for the forest and mountain environment eh, yun right. yun yung isang isang kinaabalahan ko na I don't go too much climbing nowadays uh, ang regret ko is dapat na umpisahan yan noon pa kasi ang daming lugar na nasira dahil yung community mismo ang sumira mm-hmm. pero kung katulad ng Mount Romelo yung Buruwisan Falls 1977 na namin na-discover ngayon mismo sa waterfalls may kubo na no? Wow. Oo, may kubo na nagbebenta ng beer ganun. in fact tatawag ka na lang may tent sila you will rent tent and they will pitch the tent for you this is not our idea of keeping it wild diba? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's definitely not <laughs> it's not our it's not our no, it's not what we want to pero in, yung mga bagong mountaineers ngayon okay lang sa kanila yun eh hindi, hindi kasi nila naranasan nun yung my god yung aming una naming canyoneering dyan sa Lagunlan River was wild uh, hindi hindi namin na ano hindi namin na we were unable to put the necessary uh, what they call this uh, necessary things that could make it uh, what it wa- what it was many years ago mm-hmm. din ang Kumbaga, the cultural infrastructure you know the management infrastructure hindi niyo na ilagay and that's something pwede pa namang gawin uh, with the remaining, remaining ano, and I think uh, a lot of the the orgs now are realizing this, you know. And and kami, for instance, yung mga communities who we work with, we really work to show them na hindi pupunta yung tao dito kung hindi dahil sa ganda ng kabundukan ninyo. And yun yung yun yung kumbaga yun yung produce ninyo, hindi yung bahay, mm-hmm. hindi yung ganda That's ng kama true. kung saan kayo matutulog. It's the mountain range that people come to visit and that's the value you know and and I think hindi natin siguro na ituro masyado sa mga locals or dapat wag sirain yung value. Mm-mm. Alam mo so parang kumbaga kung pwede enhance the value di ba? Ito example ah we did kami nila John din to ni Choi Aquino we did the mountain guide training in Pasil Pasil Kalinga Pasil Kalinga uh, Pasil, okay. Pasil Kalinga and then uh, of course, ang isa sa mga exercises namin for the guides is to guide us sa mga kanya-kanya nilang, uh, kanya-kanya nilang communities. Then, sir, an- anong tatanungin namin sila? Anong, ano ang, ang pinakamahalagang o pinakamagandang attraction sa community mo? And one of the participants say, Sir, meron kaming kin- kabunian, kabunian bridge. Kabunian bridge. Ba't nyo tinawag na kabunian? Sabi ko, <clears throat> Kasi siguro nung unang panahon nalaglag itong isang malaking rock. No? Isang malaking rock sa ilog pero hindi siya hindi siya umabot sa riverbed. Naipit siya sa gorge. Nagkaroon ng parang natural bridge ngayon uh, from one side of the gorge to the other side of the gorge. And then 
yun po yung kabunian bridge namin, sabi niya ngayon. Uy, na, na ano ako <clears throat> Na, ano ako, so, dali dal mo kami doon. So, one hour hike to rice, rice terraces, and then finally we were there. Uh, we were at uh, a gorge, at the lip of the gorge, and so, nandito na kami. So, nandito na tayo. Asan na yung sinasabi niyo? Kabunian Bridge. And before me was a bridge. A, a, concrete, a concrete bridge with railings, ha? with railings going to the other side. Sir, ito na yun, yung bato na sa ilalim itong, itong concrete. Bakit niyo tinakpan ng simento, habi ko yung gano'n? Eh, sir, kasi para mas maraming turistang pumunta. Ganun yung idea nila. Habi ko mali, sabi ko mali. Sinira nyo yung attraction nung kabunian bridge ninyo. Nasira, dapat pinreserve ninyo. So, maraming ideas na ganyan. Uh, Hindi lang dyan, no? I mean, it's something na nakita ko kahit saan ako pumunta eh, na sinesimento nila yung trail, mm. uh, linalagyan nila ng railing yung, yung cliff face, mm. uh, mga bagay na ganyan, no? Hindi na siya nga, kumbaga, removing the wild part of the wild. <laughs> Yun yung ginagawa eh. Kung bakas, uh, sanitizing the wild spaces ang, ang ginagawa nila to cater to more conventional tourism. You, you lessen the adventure. Yeah. Uh, laking bawa sa level of adventure pagka mga ganun. Uh, ganun, ganun yung mga hinanakit ko. <laughs> pero, <clears throat> pero, uh, as I said, Well, most welcome yung development ng uh, lumalaki itong lumalaki ang mountaineering community. Uh, in fact, yung laki nito is a voice, a bigger voice, no? Na uh, to to push through some siguro to push through to push some of our ano, to push for some of our ideals. And uh, sana nga magkaroon tayo ng <laughs> magkaroon tayo ng representative sa sa Congress na pa, para uh, sa ano eh. <laughs> 1% yata ng population yung kailangan eh. So mga uh, ano ba yun? Mga 100,000 votes sana, ang minimum. Sana magkaroon tayo na ano who will who will uh, support us mga ganyan sa ating mga ideas. Yeah, yeah. definitely it's it's necessary no. Parang wala tayong champion eh sa Congress or in in politics in terms of the outdoors the the wild spaces palagi tayong parang surrogate lang ng isang senator or kung kung nag-appeal sa senator na yon or sa congressman na yon yung yung advocacy natin sinasama lang tayo dun sa kanyang portfolio but but generally there's no person in Congress there's no person in government who is uh, advocating specifically for the outdoors for the wild spaces and it's something na, nga na I think kailangan tignan ng ng community. Alam ko the mountaineering community parang shy away from politics, diba? Parang hindi hindi tayo partisan, yes. hindi yes, tayo yes. politics. It's a very uh kumbaga in a way happy go lucky. We just want to go outdoors, we just want to enjoy the mountains. We don't want to be red, uh, red tag. <laughs> We don't want to be red-tagged. Delikado. Delikado. Delikado ngayon. Pero yun, yun na nga, parang politics is the biggest driver for change dun sa playgrounds natin. Sila yung pinakamalaking decision makers. The po- politicians are the biggest, I mean the funds that 
one mayor holds mm-hmm. and the power that one mayor holds for instance has so much power to change the landscape that's dramatically true. that's true that's diba? true. one decision has kumbaga like for for me I've been working in NGOs for 20 years lahat ng budget namin for the entire 20 years and all of our work is a drop in the bucket sa magagawa ng isang mayor in one term that's true um sad to say pero ganyan ganyan ang reality natin uh, pero sana magkaroon tayo ng mga kakampi dyan <laughs> yun lang sana sana sana, sana. And, I think sana some 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 of the outdoor people decide to ako I, I, I hope they decide to enter politics kasi nga sayang eh uh, sila yung nakakaintindi hindi yan maintindihan ng isang kahit Pia Ontiveros, hindi niya maintindihan yung yung outdoor life, yung outdoor lifestyle dahil hindi niya na-experience yun eh. They never lived it. Kahit ikwento pa natin uh, and everything, they never lived it. So it's, it's a very difficult thing to transfer to to politicians the experiences that we've had over our lifetimes. Or for instance, ikaw, your lifetime, di ba? Parang grabe. You've seen it from the super wild to what it is now, kalsada or... That's true. And, uh, alam mo, siguro ay, uh, it's, I, I can say it now, may malaking project kasi ang UP Mountaineers uh, towards that direction, keeping it, keeping it wild. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we are targeting to develop with the help of the MFPI and the Northern Clubs, Northern Descent Clubs. We are, we're planning to develop sana the longest Hiking trails sa Pilipinas to and to Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre. Ah, uh, long. Parang I, I've I've heard whispers of that over the years. Parang long term project ng uh, ng UPM. It's a long time project and hopefully we can finish it in our 50th anniversary. Uh, we have started it from Mauban up to Infanta. Mm-hmm. Now nasa nas nasa ano kami? Uh, nasa stage bago ng COVID. Nasa stage na kami sana ng ng Real, Infanta, and uh, General Nakar to, uh, to Aurora. Uh, kaya lang nat- natigil nga yung ano namin, uh, yung mga Explo, Explo. And but we harness the, we ask the help of our Northern counterparts yung sa, sa Tugegaraw, ang ating Sierra Madre Outdoor Club, very close friends of mine, sa sa uh, Isabela and Kirino, meron din tayong counterparts dyan, and they've been doing explorations in Sierra Madre. And hopefully, and hopefully we can connect this, these trails na ginagawa in the future, uh, unti-unting makonect natin, and, uh, and hanggang dulo ng Cagayan Valley, hanggang Santa Ana, sana. No? Passing through ganda, ganda niyan. Not the Pacific Coast kasi wala na tayong magagawa. I I think I give up. I'll give I'm giving up sa Pacific Coast. Pero sa spine ng Sierra Madre. Sa spine talaga ng Sierra Madre. And and passing through the most scenic routes ng Sierra Madre. I don't know. Uh, and that that will be like a conservation corridor, no? That entire Exacto. And one of its main objectives it's that it will it will uh, serve as a conservation conservation corridor ganda, monitor ganda monitoring ganda corridor ganda. also para sa integrity ng 
monitoring the integrity of the remaining forests ng Sierra Madre. And also, a venue for scientific studies. No? Like for example, uh, yung, yung meron tayong group na nagre-research on the Isabela Oriol in Baggao, Cagayan. And we're not sure if the Isabela Oriol that, that as of now is 250 individuals in the wild. Huh? Ganyan, ganyan ka-critical. Wow. Ganyan, ganyan ka-critical. Ka ka ka-critically endangered. Mas critically endangered pa siya kesa sa Philippine Eagles. Also, Philippine Eagle, ganyan na rin ang ano, status. Uh, baka baka may may makuha pa tayong conservation conservation parts sa ibang sa ibang parts ng uh, ng Sierra Madre. Wow. Dito kasama namin kasama namin si Anthony, of course you know Anthony yeah. pagdating naman sa mga halaman. Ang ganda niyan, ang, ang ganda nung concept of creating this trail uh, and using it as a conservation device, di ba? Parang yun yun talaga yung uh, and I think something that a lot of policymakers na hindi nila nakikita eh, yung value natin as outdoor people na tayo yung nagre-report ng logging in many of these areas, tayo yung nagre-report ng destruction. Um, so every time, ito nga yung kinatatakot ko ngayong COVID is dahil walang outdoor people sa outdoors, uh, baka rampant na yung logging, Naku, rampant yan, na yung agriculture yan, destruction. Yan ang kinatatakot. Kasi walang nagbabantay, walang tumitingin, walang dumadaan. Uh, and in in regular days, that would be us. no? That would be the mountaineers, that would be the trail runners, the mountain bikers. And then ngayon, bawal lahat pumasok sa loob ng bundok. So, so parang nakakatakot isipin na baka nasisira na yung bundok na walang tumitingin. Hindi <laughs> natin alam. No, pinag pinag uh, they took advantage of they took advantage of the walang presence ng mountain outsiders sa gubat. Ah, pwedeng mangyari, pwedeng pwedeng may ganyan din. Ano nangyari yan sa Halcon eh. Binawal umakyat ng Halcon for a while yun pala. Illegal logging na ron. <laughs> Sinisira na pala. <laughs> so, yeah. took advantage of them. And uh, alam ko lahat ng kids mo are members of UPM, no? Tama ba? Uh, lahat hindi naman, hindi naman lahat. Hindi naman members of UPM. Sini ko lang, si Carla. Uh, I don't know if you know Carla, my eldest. Yeah, She's of course, Bali. I know Carla, yeah. Oo. Yeah. Uh, and my only son, only son Nico. And uh, what would you, parang ang dami kasi nakikinig sa podcast who are parents. Mm -hmm. And what would you advise, no? Kasi, kumbaga, you... You grew up in the outdoors. Uh, yung mga anak mo, early exposure obviously sa outdoors. Uh, madaming parents yung natatakot silang ilabas yung mga anak nila. Uh, what What was your experience and what would be your advice para dun sa mga sa mga nanay tatay na you know gusto nating mas mas ma explore yung outdoors para sa mga anak. Ang siguro ang advantage namin. My wife is also a member of the UP Mountaineers, so si Mian and <laughs> Uh, ang advantage namin is we know how to plan. Alam namin magplano for the outdoors. Uh, we have the equipment. You know, we have the equipment. Uh, you know, it even goes down to what to what food to prepare in the outdoors. Uh, these are things that you you prepare easily prepared, nutritious sa bundok. You know about this, and I, I and my, I think siguro yung mga parents para lumakas ang loob 
uh, i-google nila. Meron may, namang, may, pwede naman i-google yan, eh, mga tips on how to go outdoors with kids, no? Uh, Tama. Si, si oh, Car- ngayon may access to information. Oh, si, 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 si Carla nga, dinala niya si, dinala niya si Kurt na nasa, nasa backpack, nakasakay sa backpack, kanyan, what? Yung apo ko si Kurt. Ganon din yung, ganon din si Micah nung two years old, inakyat ko ng Pico de Loro. Alam mo yung orientation ng mga bata, maliit pa lang sila, ganito na. Hindi malayong, hindi malayong, uh, they follow the footsteps of their parents. And I think for, for, for parents out there listening to this podcast, this is, this is schooling outside from the classrooms, the outdoors. Uh, yung 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 education o yung learnings na mapupulot ng mapupulot ng anak niyo o kayo na mismo uh, from from going outdoors is this is something that you don't learn in the inside the classroom and i think it makes you a better person it makes you it makes you stronger it makes you more prepared you know uh, uh, if you if you go outdoors I encourage parents out there to think about going more, go, going out, going out, kahit camping lang. Ang dami na natin campsites, grabe. Tama, ang dami uh, tal- na. Talaga, to, ta- talaga tong COVID na to, dami, dami talagang sinirang negosyo, ang dami nating campsites, no? Sa nami, nami wilderness eras, like for, well, plug-in ko siguro, like, uh, like uh, Campo Trexo in in, in Alfonso Cavite. Of course, Cavite. of course, one of no? the first. Yeah, one of the first. Oh. No, may may gubat sila, may birds. You know, uh, is sa mga adoksis ko ngayon is bird watching also. You know, uh, parents could buy could buy a small uh, binoculars and start in the garden and uh, and and appreciate our feathered friends eh? you know you nakita ko nga eh parang sa bakuran niyo lang diyan ang dami mo nang nakukuha uh, ng birds dami. Lo- looking at it looking at, looking at the birds uh, close up through binoculars makes you really appreciate uh, the colors uh, the habits no uh, ng ating ng ating mga ibon ang, ang ganda-ganda ng mga ibon natin so very colorful and uh, iyan yung isa sa mga regrets ko Hindi ko na umpisahan ng birding nung nag-uumpisa ng mountaineering eh. Siguro ang dami, ang dami na nating na-contribute sa ano sa field of ito, uh, ornithology ba tawag doon? Sa, sa, sa bird, ornithology. Sa, uh, ornithology, yes. Uh, kung as early as the 80s siguro eh. Tama, tama. Inter- oh. Interesado na tayo sa monitoring or observation. Lalo yung mga lugar na pinuntaan nyo nun, kumbaga empty space, wala pang mga tao, you know? talagang wild areas. And, uh, ako din, mga 10 years ago lang ako nag-start mag-birding and iba talaga, iba, iba, yung, iba yung experience kasi napapansin mo na yung malilit, naggalaw, uh, na, na mas nagiging observant ka dun sa yes, environment so mo patient. na dati as a, as a mountaineer parang landscape. Diba? Parang ganda ng landscape, ang ganda ng sunrise. Pero when you start birding, yung detail, yung detail na tinitignan mo eh. That's true. Uh, so, yun yung ano, uh, advice ko sa mga parents. Uh, or, remember, Bobay Francisco, that's my FB. Message me. 
I'll be so glad to help Ayun, you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll be so Yung glad. Yung open to message. <laughs> I'll, I'll be so glad to give you tips on how to go outdoors, uh, what equipment you need, what food do you uh, I, uh, hindi naman sa pagano pero I love cooking also and uh, mm. one of one of the things that I develop for mountain climbing is what food to prepare for the outdoors uh, I have that nice. I have that mahalagayan mm. para sa uh, outdoor moral di ba mm. lalo kung first timer kailangan masarap yung pagkain at saka, at saka in recognition of the principles of leave no trace dapat hindi ka limited sa delata kasi lalo na dadagdagan yung temptation mo mag-iwan ng basura, basura sa bundok. It has to be prepared in the house. Nutritious food, yan, how to preserve it. What equipment do you need? What tent? Ano, anong, anong, anong footwear? Uh, what else to bring? Ah, ah. I can help you. I can help baka, you. Baka pagkataas ng podcast na to, madaming parents magtatanong sa'yo. Uh, <laughs> I-message uh, ka na sa Facebook. Destination or email me. Ang dali ng tanda ng email ko, boboy.francisco at gmail.com. May dot lang, boboy. boboy.francisco. Uh, okay, sige. Uh, ayan, ayan, ilalagay ko yan sa show notes nito para madali ka nilang hanapin. Uh, siguro last question, no? Um, Ito actually major personal question ko din as uh, uh, ako this year turning 40 uh, medyo malayo sa yo yung yung gap natin mm. as as ano but isa sa parang kinatatakutan ko as someone who loves being outdoors is aging eh. parang uh, parang mababawasan yung kaya kong gawin sa bundok as an outdoors person no? and, and you've gone through this no and I, I have to ask you Kung how how do you deal with it and how have you aged through this this journey of your your outdoor life? Uh, that's that's my pain nowadays. Exactly my pain. That's where I am now in my age. I'm, I'll be sixty eight next month. Mm. But but I we have members na older pa sa akin who are still strong. Katulad nila Dadio. Yeah. Grabe magbike pa yung mamang yan. Grabe. Lagas pa rin. Lagas pa mo Pero ako, minana ko kasi lahat ng sakit ng mom ko eh. Like gout and uh, diabetes. And this, this, these uh, things, they prevented me from... Oh, ang hilig ko rin tumakbo nun. JP, ang hilig ko tumakbo. Uh-huh. You say you abused yourself when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> ang, ang hilig kong tumakbo nun. Uh, marathon or what. And then, uh, expeditions na matitindi. Love my wife, me, and... Uh, and, uh... Yeah, yeah, ang nakapigil sa akin to continue my mountaineering activities is my gout, especially. Halos permanente na itong ano, eh, sakit sa tuhod ko. And uh, my last climb was about... Uh, 2015? Ah, no, no, no. 2017, sa Palawan. Uh, inakyat ko yung highest peak ng kulyon. Okay, okay. Uh, up, 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 at this age, ha, gusto ko pa rin mag-explore, mag, mag-open up ng new trails. And I noticed this mountain in kulyon. So, inambisyon kong akyatin. So, I, I brought along I brought along four uh, other UP mountaineers sa kulyon. And we climbed, we climbed uh, Mount Chinangkan. Oh my God. Uh, sakit talaga ng tuhod ko lalo na sa pababa 
Pero, uh, I don't know how to do this. Ah, kaya ako nag-birdwatching din. <laughs> kaya ako din. You still go outdoors. You're with the forest. You're, you, you're with the big trees or what. And you're, you visit you visit forest. Andun ka pa rin, pero this time you go slower. You slow down. In fact, that's what birdwatching teaches me. To be more patient. To, to be persevere uh, long long waiting hours just to see the bird that you want to see for that day and, and, I, and I think I'm, I'm pretty happy about it but I would like to go back to trekking friend and this Sierra Madre I want Sierra Madre I don't want just I don't want just to be an advisor nila Bani ayokong maging advisor lang nila Bani Bani nila Anthony gusto kong umakyat pa rin. Tama. And uh, gusto kong kahit yung mga first, yung mga less, less, uh, ha, uh, less na hirap na mga akyatin, sana makaakyat pa rin. And uh, how to do it? Maybe I'll start walking again. Pa-walking, walking muna. Which I started uh, two weeks ago. And uh, dati, 10 minutes, hirap na yung tuhod ko. Pero kanina, kahapon, naka 45 minutes ako. Non-stop. Wow. No, so, kaunti-unti siguro, uh, uh, nandiyan ang UP Mountaineers sa lahat ng founders at pa rin ang kaisa-isang active. And I, 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 I'm so happy. I'm, I'm still there to, to be an advisor, uh, to have a voice in, in, in planning, in the Sierra Madre Nature Trail na pinaplano namin. And I think, uh, as I'm, kahit pa paano, I'm, I'm aging gracefully in mountaineering. <laughs> 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 Yun lang naman, eh, age gracefully. You know? uh, yeah. Hindi, huwag kang maging masungit. <laughs> uh, don't let, let these things uh, put you down. Uh, go camping. Uh, go camping siguro ngayon. Malalaki na kasi sila Nico. Siguro, Kurt, may apo. No? Uh, uh, ganun lang. Ganun lang. Still, still the outdoors. Hindi, hindi mo pwedeng ilayo yung sarili mo. Ilayo mo yung sarili mo sa outdoors. And, and be, continue to be an educator. God. An outdoor educator. Uh, I, I love it. You know, uh, teaching people about the outdoors. It's, it makes you... Uh, I, I started... I'm one of the start nag-umpisa dito. And, uh, I have shared so much knowledge to many people. Ang dami na since 1977 and I, I, I love it, educating people about the outdoors. And uh, hanggat kaya ko pa, will remain as a, an outdoor educator and an advocate, a very strong advocate for, for our environment, for our forests and mountains. Uh, siguro yun yung, yun, yung, ano, yun yung gagawin ko pa in my remaining days. Matagal pa naman siguro niyan. Pa naman mga 15. Matagal pa yan. Matagal, matagal pa yan. <laughs> bata ka pa. Bata ka pa. Bata pa yung 68 eh. Yeah, bata pa. So anyway, uh, Buboy, maraming salamat dun no, no, sa, sa kwentuhan natin. And uh, namin ko natutunan uh, ngayong hapon. And of course, uh, salamat sa pagbabahagi ng lahat ng yeah, pinagdaanan mo sa buhay, insights, uh, and everything. no So hopefully one of these days, pwede na ulit umakyat ng bundok and uh, oh. 
makakakit ka dun. At least kahit yung mga sa Sierra Madre Trail na sinasabi mo. Bagot na so, bagot. Maraming salamat. Bagot na bagot na ako. Yes. And uh, thank, thank you also for being a strong advocate for for the outdoors. That was my conversation with Buboy Francisco. And what an amazing man. Uh, I'm a little jealous that he was able to to live in that time, that period where exploration of all these Philippine mountains was really, you know, something different. It was really raw. It was really wild. And, I mean, kudos to him. I'm enjoying the fruits of his work and their work, the UP Mountaineers. Uh, all these years, they've, they've blazed the path for the outdoor community of the Philippines, whether it's mountaineering, like I said in the beginning, climbing or whatever. Um, they've had a hand in, in setting the direction that the Philippines uh, has taken. Uh, in terms of the outdoor space um, and even actually the brands that have come in a lot of that was with the influence of, of probably some members of the UP Mountaineers and uh, thank you Buboy that was such an amazing conversation Salamat and I hope you can spread more stories and share more stories with the rest of the country um, if you want to see find Buboy his work he's on Facebook Buboy Francisco and then of course he's also on Instagram uh, Mountain Man PH he is uh, he's been posting a lot of his memories a lot of his old photos there and it's really a treasure trove uh, every time I see it the stories it seems they're all still so vivid in his memory and they come with really great photos as well so check him out you can even send him a message like he says if you want to ask anything about the outdoors and all of that so i really hope that you can share episodes like this with buboy and all the following episodes even the past episodes are so amazing uh all of these amazing individuals i've talked to over this pandemic really have something to share and in a way the podcast has become a repository of their knowledge, a repository of um, their memories. Jim Ward, who was on this podcast, sadly, tragically, he died last year in November. And I was so glad that I was able to record his memories, his thoughts, and all of that on the podcast. And it's, it's like a permanent recording of him, his voice. His thoughts and that's the same for a lot of people including people like Buboy who you just listened to and I hope you can share this with your friends share it on social media we're on Spotify Apple Podcasts subscribe to all of these we're on Google we're on pretty much every platform SoundCloud thank you for staying with us thank you for listening thank you for sharing the Wildcast Podcast keep it wild